0: At Bakers, we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring you food that's fresher than fresh. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself, because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Bakers. Bakers, fresh for everyone. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at bakersplus.com boost.
2: It is Units the match reaction for QPR 2, Everton 2. Everton going out ultimately on penalties, I think it was 8-7 in the end or around about that. Uh, disappointing night for the Blues again in the League Cup. We are live on YouTube tonight, if you've got any thoughts on that game. I don't know any players, on the way Everton set up, on the way in which they went about it. Give us a shout tonight. Uh, I'm joined by Ben Crawford and... Lyndon Lloyd to pick the bones out of that one. Uh, Lyndon, I'll, I'll come to you first, mate. Me and Ben can at least retire to bed and forget that ever happened. You've got the whole day to stew on that one. So yeah. I'm sure there's plenty you want to you, you get off your chest to start off with. But um, where do you think it went wrong for the Blues tonight?
0: Lack of Lack of urgency, lack of control over a match. I mean, to have 39% possession on a championship side's ground, regardless of who you've got on the pitch. I mean, we should have, you know, and we talk about the depth of Everton's squad till the cows come home, that we still should have enough quality, particularly once you've made the substitutions to have put that, that, that game to bed. Um, and just, it's just too many substand performances, um, just a complete lack of cohesion at times. And then at other times, you actually look, you know, pretty good. Um, you know, if we have if we have five four or five Andros Townsend's across the front of the line, then then you know we win that match. Um, but just not just not enough, and yeah, just not enough urgency. Just you know, we, for the last ten minutes, we barely we barely looked like we wanted to still be in the competition. Um, it looked like they were playing for like they thought there was going to be extra time. Um, to let it go to a lottery, a lottery of penalties is just. Um, it's
2: just, it's really, really annoying. Ben, how do you, how do you feel
1: after that, mate? Where do you think it went wrong? Um, I, I think it's very difficult to, to pinpoint exactly what went wrong because nothing really went right, other than what happened at the boot of Andrew hand, And it was, it's absolutely unacceptable that we're going out of the of this competition again against weaker opposition. I thought Rafa played a, wrong, a strong side, but it wasn't his strongest, and. Whenever you make any kind in my book, whenever you make any kinds of changes for cup games and you go out to low league opposition, there can be no excuses for me. It's you know, I've been really, really in the, the Rafa camp last few weeks was we really he's really impressed me. But it's it's gotta be worrying now that we're losing players game by game through injury. Dinya looks like he might have a knock tonight. And, you know, a team like QPR, okay, they have the home crowd, but to be fair, pretty sparse in of MCC tight, Or so they've got more bottle, seemingly, than we have. And I know it's a complete side note that we'll probably get onto. It's not just because of his down to miss, but I'm starting to think Tom Davis is just not even worth the number on his back at the moment because he's not kicked on from when he was 17. And that's, it's really concerning. That I've just seen someone on Twitter post then that the one player, when they stepped up, who he said he's going to miss, was him. And it's, it's cost us, again, the rotation of the side. OK, it was a stronger side. But when you're bringing on your best players in decor and Damari Gray, you should be starting with them trying to get the game won. Awful first half defended. Second half, I thought we showed it up quite a lot. But at the end of the day, you're playing lower league opposition and it wasn't exactly a packed-out crowd. It's unacceptable. And the manager as well as the team have got to take Everything that comes their way and they've got to accept it. And we've got to be very careful because we've got Norwich at home at the weekend who we haven't won a game yet. If they turn up to Goodison and we do anything other than win, I think Rafa's under pressure. I really do, three games. And he's lost them all. If yeah.
2: to do that. Yeah, and we're United <laughs> coming the week after that as well. But we'll, we'll, exactly. we'll get we'll get on we'll get on to that a, a bit later. But you know, it, it, I think Ben's right, isn't he? it to a Taylor's this time, this unfortunately that when Everton Play lower league teams in in the league cup, you know. You never just stroll to a a three or four no win like I've seen some sides have I've done tonight. It's always a grind, and you know. In, in fairness, you know everyone was was delighted after the Huddersfield game and the way in which we got through there with we, ten men. But there, there were similar signs on show in that one, weren't there? Where Everton made changes, obviously made a few more changes that night than they did tonight. But the urgency and the application wasn't necessarily there. You could tell those those a few lads undercooked, and, and you could tell there were. A few players who, like you said, weren't particularly, you know, too concerned about really staying in this competition. There wasn't that desperation and that aggression that, you know, you, you've seen from this team in early parts of the, of the Premier League season. But I think the defender in, in the, the first part, you know, I think from a Benitez side, you sort of expect Everton, even if they make changes, that they're going to be well drilled and they're going to be com- compact and. You mentioned the stat there about having 39% of the ball. You know, that, that's obviously not good against a side like this, but you'd expect that in, in that situation that, you know, you'd be compact, you'd be behind the ball, you'd be shutting the space down, you'd be, you'd be counter-attacking well. Well, QPR didn't have sterile possession. They, they were unpicking Everton at will, weren't, weren't they really in the first half? Yeah. I
0: mean, uh, on the selection thing, I mean, it, it's you're playing with fire every time you do it. And we do it season after season after season. Um, you know the narrative from the fans is always we haven't won a uh, trophy since 95 so let's just put everything into winning the one that other teams seem to care less about and we we approach it with the same with the same rationale Um, and so anytime you make changes to a team um, there's disruption and yes the argument is again that we should have the, uh, the squad depth and the personnel to pull it off but like I say you are you're always playing with fire when you're bringing in players who um, are rusty, um, when you disrupt a, a solid starting 11. And I think, as Ben says, you know, get, put your, your strongest players on to begin with. Get the game one, two, three, nil up, and then pull them off. Um, this season, I suppose you could make the, the, the argument that this season of all seasons is that we really can't afford any more injuries. And obviously, if... Hopefully, hopefully, Dean's just a just a knock. But I mean, if, if he's got a longer term issue, then you know, Benitez will turn around and say, well, that just proves my point that we just couldn't we couldn't risk our, our starters. Um, so, I'm mean, I'm kind of I can understand. I was happy enough with the starting eleven, but it then the onus is on those players to perform. Um, and Tom Davis and um, Andre Gomez in midfield against QPR should be enough. But neither one of them showed any, anything like what you'd expect of a Premier League midfield. I mean, neither one of them closed down the spaces, like you say, enough. Um, had enough drive with the ball going forward. Are they, are,
2: just... are they, are they, is it just the case now, Linda, where you, know, you look at Tom Davis and say, you know, as Benson, he's not really kicked on. You look at Gomez after that injury. Is, is it just simply a case that those lads just can't do that job now? You know, I I put on Twitter during that first half that I think you could probably get away with one of those playing in a midfield three with Alan and Decoray. Probably couldn't get away with one of them playing alongside one of Alan and Decoray, but together it's just it's, it's just a terrible match. There's no legs there, there's no defensive awareness there. You know, they, they both seem to be better suited to play in a three in instead of a, a two. It just it just felt like they were as, as poor as they were. They were given a job that they just could You know, neither of them can do anymore for various reasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, with Tom, this is this is the game. This is the one. Go out, lad, and show us. Um, prove that you have that. There's a case for you. Um, you know, being not 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 just a starter, but like being a, a substitute option for us. You know, um, to come on late in games and, and see things out. But he just, yeah, I think he's just reached he's reached a, a point where we can almost draw a line under and say it's not going to happen. Gomez. I mean, I had my doubts about Gomez before the injury. To be honest, I wasn't even convinced that we should spend 25 million on him based on um, that that so that second uh, that second season to um, sorry toward the end of his loan spell. Um, but it was one of those situations where all the fan all the fans um, you know opinion and emotion was in one direction, and I think for the club it was a no-brainer. But it's it's not worked out um, and now we're in a situation where we have just so little depth in that part of the of the pitch um that they, they, they yeah like you say you can't even control a match against qpr and i mean to, to be fair to them they did everything they needed to do um they play some good stuff but they were playing through us at will at times uh, particularly down our right side which was just frightening in the first half um and so I mean, it's just worrying for the rest of the the rest of the season, at least until January. Not that we really do much in January in terms of bringing in players, or even, or even if we can this time. But we've got. It's going to be a long, long season if this is um, if this is how the second string players are going to perform when they're given a chance.
2: And Ben, the the centre-backs as well, in fairness, you know, they both got knocked around by Charlie Austin in the first half, which, you know, to be honest, I didn't even realise the lad was still playing footy. I thought he'd, thought he'd probably retired and, you know, Godfrey got dragged out of position a little bit for that first goal, you know, he gets, you know, completely bullied by him for the second one in the air and... Ben's just having a bit of a, a rough start to the season. hasn't he? obviously people know he's he's had COVID and I don't know there's you know sort of any after effects of that or he's struggling to, to gain match fitness, but you can sort of see at the moment why the, the manager's going with Mina and Keane for these Premier League games when
1: he can and when they're both available. Yeah, it's 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 very concerning. Uh, ben Godfrey to be honest. I was very concerned. Tonight I thought he was a little bit better second half. And to be fair, I don't think Benitez is going to have much of a selection headache now because it's obvious that Ben Godfrey's probably going to be playing left back. Again, for the foreseeable, while well, Luca Dean looks to be out injured. But it's it's hard because we look at Ben Godfrey, look at the promise he's shown last season, and every Evertonian in the summer would have said, any central defender we play plays alongside Ben Godfrey. Ben Godfrey's your first choice, and it's whoever plays with him. The fact that we're going, you know, we're a couple of months, well, a month, nearly two into the season, and I don't even know whether he should be in that first choice is... Is is very concerning. Obviously, we don't know about the long effects of COVID and things like that. But you know, it's the basics, it's it's not getting beat in the air by a striker who I thought was fortunate still to be playing in the championship. To be honest, he absolutely bullied the two of them. Mason Holgate, I thought played a little bit better than i but Mason Holgate's always been a bit suspect in the air against a dominant striker. But Ben Godfrey, that that's his, you know, that that's that's what he's about. He's about those relishing those physical battle battles and relishing that one-to-one sort of defensive action against against attackers that will push him. And we didn't see that today. So it, it's really concerning with Ben Godfrey. And you can see why he's sticking with meaning and Keane. to be honest, for the league games. And it's just, I can't help but go back to the and feeling that I said that on my first point on the show. And you, you kind of alluded to it with the Man United suggestion. We've now got Norwich at home, who haven't won a game for a long time. So that's a bad omen. We've then got United away after that and we're depleted as it is and now we haven't got a left back. This could, I remember you saying at the start of the season, this could really all end in tears. It could all start, that could, that process could start sooner than we imagined after that 3-1 win against Bailey because you know we've blinked and now we've lost two games against opposition that we probably shouldn't be getting beat in both games by. Norwich is the same. We don't go to Norwich because the draw is basically a defeat in that game. So, if we don't go and put a convincing display in against Norwich, we then go to United and inevitably probably get battered. It, it, it becomes a very different outlook on the season. And it? It, it can, as much as you've got the narratives there about, you know, Obenitas didn't get any money to spend, his he's, he's squad depleted, he still had more, enough in that squad tonight to win that game. And Everton had enough in that squad to win that game. So, for me, I can only harp on and say the Corey should have started, the Mario Gray should have started, Rondon wasn't fit to start. They shouldn't have took any risks his that, because he's taken a risk with it, it's backfired. And the problem with taking risks is they can snowball very quickly in football. And Benitez, as we know, is well, he's not going to be given the benefits of the doubt by many, is what I'd say. So he's got to be very, very careful now ahead of the weekend.
2: Yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it, Lyndon? Because, you know, I think, like you said earlier, when the squad is so thin, you don't really want to get any more key players out injured. But the, the one tonight who obviously has is, is gone off is is Luca Dean. And listen, we, we don't know what the extent of it is yet. The manager's not said much. You know, it, he, seemed, he seemed to be really involved in the game right up until he got substituted. He was linking well with Anthony Gordon. And it looked like he was sort of getting a bit of, you know his old self back again after that that goal in the first half. I thought he played pretty well in in, in the second half, and you just sort of look at it down here and go, you know, the, probably the the one player you want to you don't want to get injured out of all of them. Where we've got absolutely no cover whatsoever. You know, Paddy Boylan mentioned on one of our shows we did the other day that the next left back at the club behind Dean in the pecking order is fifteen years old, and and here we are where where he's getting injured. But that that that's another massive blow, isn't it? I know, I know he's not been playing particularly well, but. You know, I suppose it just goes to show, doesn't it? If, if you play these lads twice in four days in, in high-intensity games away from home, then, then these things can happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's why you have, you know, that's why you have more than one option in every position on the field. I mean, it's amazing that we are not only short, badly short in one fullback position, but both. I mean, it really is. It it, it, it beggars belief. Um, and so, I mean, I've... I've resigned myself to the fact that we are going to have some particularly sticky patches this season. Um, I think that the thing that I took from the start that we've made is that we've got points on the board and we've demonstrated that we can win the games that, you know, our home games in particular, that we would expect to win. Um, And then whatever we can pick up from the games that we really don't expect to win, then that's a bonus. It's going to be a really, really difficult season. Uh, going back to, to to Godfrey's form, I think he's just an example of as Mason Holgate found out last season. It, it's, a, it's a continuity thing. It's a momentum thing. And once you get knocked out of your stride, it's it's, it's amazing how quickly they can fall out of form, um, and you know things start things stop stop going right for you as as much as they did before. Um, and I think we've got a few players like that. And then we've on the flip side, you've got someone like Rondon coming in who obviously hasn't played in the Premier League for a couple of years, and it shows. um, I was expecting a lot more physicality from him. I was expect from what I remembered of him, he was much more of a handful. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, he was he was bullied off the ball routinely in that in that match tonight. And then of course, we didn't really have a um, a focus up front. Um, you know, we looked our most dangerous with uh with Andrews Townsend and, and um occasionally Anthony Gordon coming down the left. Um so yeah, it, it's it's you know it's it's inevitable, we're out. Um and I suppose the old adage is now we focus on the league and, and get on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we've we've been we've been here before, haven't we? Uh it it, it is it is a, a you know, just 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 on Godfrey very quickly. I sort of wonder if you know, try to put a, a, a positive spin on this, maybe if he just plays at left-back for a couple of games, that, that might help him for the time being. You know, if he can just sort of go and play on the left of a, a back four, doesn't really have to do too much in terms of attacking. He can get the ball and leg it up the pitch a little bit every now and then yeah. and get, get the Goodison crowd behind him a bit
1: more. But. but you know what? Is that? Is that really what we want, what we probably would all say pound for pound is our best central defender to have to do in a struggling side? I think... All the superlatives we've brought out about Godfrey are the are future, you know, all this sort of rubbish, Or already saying a future Everton captain, he's this, he's starting. I know, like you said there is a very valid point, that you put him at left-back, he'd probably get his confidence back and probably have a decent run in the side but I want Ben Godfrey to be more than that. I want Ben Godfrey to be our starting central defender who leads, by example, not someone who, well, had a bit of a shaky start so we need to put him at left-back to sort of to ease him in because that that's what you do with a young fullback like James Gomb. You play him right wing to get him acclimatised to the Premier League. Ben Godfrey's 24 next year. He? He's not he's not of that level. I, I it is early in the season and he has been out. So he might not be fully match fit. But I would worry if this season is going to be all about Ben Godfrey being a utility player because he should be so much more than that to me. That that's my opinion on. Yeah, we're already going to be back to potentially the, the four centre backs up across the back
2: four again, aren't we? <laughs> the game at the weekend that the full back are out injured, uh, so yeah, that's unfortunately where we are with that. I you know, obviously everything get back in the game through through towns and you know, just sort of trying to finish on any kind of positive. Linden, I think if, if we're going to do that, um, Townsend and Gordon tonight, Andrew Townsend, you know, great pass for Luca Dean for that first goal and then right place at the right time, albeit from a very scrappy <laughs> corner. They call it routine, but scrappy <clears> corner. But he, he was the only one. And again, I sort of put this on social media, you sort of get the sense of him that whether it's at Old Trafford in 10 days or against QPR tonight, whatever the circumstance, you're going to get the same sort of level, the same application from him. And that that shouldn't be, that should be a given for all professional football players, but it's not, is it? And, and, and he, he is someone that just sort of is setting that bar at around the, the 7, 8 out of 10 at the moment for us.
0: Yeah, with the greatest respect to him, I mean, he's not the one that you'd expect to be the best player on the on the pitch. You know, a free transfer signing from Crystal Palace, who you think would be, you know, at this point just phoning it in, you know, at the end of his career. But he's he's come in, he's said all the right things, he's demonstrated all the right things, he's scored some really important goals, some cracking goals, um, and I thought I thought he was excellent tonight, um, even trying his best to sort of cover. John Joe Kenny at right back as well. I think we are. He was asked to do a lot tonight, um, and even, he
2: even took a couple of corners with his right foot, which was bizarre.
0: Yeah, well, I I, I don't I don't know what goes on at French <laughs> front when it comes to corners because none of them can take a corner to save their lives right now. I mean, I mean I, that I pay, doesn't say pay, much about the whole lot. So, a week yeah. to just come and take corners, honestly. But um, yeah, no Townsend has been great, um, and and it's you know he started started in in uh, in preseason and. He's been he's been the consistent one, but but like I say, he's not really the one that you'd expect to be carrying the side. Uh, but you know, fair play to him, and um, I think that um, he's he's a good inspiration for for Gordon, who um, you know not everything came off for him tonight, but I thought that he did really well, um, and he's I, I, he's I think he's going to be a bit of a slow burner if we give him the time. Um, to, to sort of come in at the end of games, hopefully when we're, you know, the game's safe and he can he can build some confidence and become a useful player, if not, you know, a complete star at this point.
2: And on Gordon, Ben, just sort of look at him and think maybe Rondon looked... Knackered again tonight, didn't he? He's played four games, well, two games in the space of four days. Sorry, he really struggled. And it's harsh on him to be thrown in at the deep end like he has been, in, in fairness, you know, but he's not looked good so far. But sort of get the sense he might go to a sort of resembling grey up front on Saturday, and maybe that could open a, a spot for Gordon. And based on how he played tonight, he probably deserves
1: it, wouldn't he? You know what? I'm going to have to be quite controversial here and say I wasn't actually that impressed with Anthony Gordon. I thought he looked lively. But that's all he did. I think with Anthony Gordon, he's another one like uh, like Davis, who I alluded to, who is going to, and, and Lyndon put it perfectly before, he's, he's fighting for even not a place in the team, but a place on the bench. He's going to get limited opportunities. I, I mean, yeah, he played okay, but did he really take that opportunity? He was against championship defenders and he didn't really create anything. He had one shot of goal, which was, for me, poor because he hit it right to the goalkeeper. I, would I be confident about Gordon starting against Norwich? I certainly I wouldn't, to be honest. I think with Rondon, it, it, it's hard to say with Rondon because he is clearly not fit. And he clearly looks out of shape, to be honest. He looks very heavy. You know, I think the QPR fans were alluding to that as well, and so of the chanting in the first half, which was a bit blue. But to me, it looks like a competition when at the moment he's just chugging around the pitch, not even able to hold the ball up really well, right? So if we're going to, you know, in the medium term, maybe have to bed him in sort of over a longer period of time because he's not match fit, I think Damari Gray, you're absolutely right, Matt, will probably be used as that focal point up front. Whether that means Anthony Gordon plays, I'm not too sure. Because Only because, for me personally, I thought he was given a big opportunity tonight. And he, he's a forward, so he didn't score, he didn't assist, and he didn't create any amazing challenge, in my opinion for anyone else to score from so I think with Anthony Gordon I think we've got to be careful that we don't big him up too much because at the end of the day would you feel confident about him in a Premier League game I probably wasn't and I think at the weekend as much as he didn't really pull up injuries, and he didn't take a penalty to be fair which was an interesting I think Alex Abul is probably going to start on the left hand side on Saturday if, not, if we do as you've alluded to there Matt we played front. so I, I want to see a little bit more from Anthony Gordon because I'm seeing a few worrying parallels with Tom Davis where I hope he's not going to be one of them players who just bursts onto the scene a little bit and then just completely plateaus. So let's say, you know, I've, I hope I'm wrong and I hope I'm on a podcast and here's time saying how great he is, but I have not seen anything from Anthony Gordon tonight personally that fills me with any confidence that there can be any kind of answer other than someone to bring on in a Carapal Cup game. <laughs> Linda, what, what do you reckon it's
2: gonna look like on Saturday? It's, um, you know, it's gonna to be tougher on Don, isn't it? To, to, to go 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 to the well again, you know, because we're gonna have what, three days of training potentially before that game, potentially one that one of those days will be recovery. It's, um might see a bit of a mad system and a mad setup, mightn't we, on Saturday?
0: Yeah, I mean, I prefer to see him start on the bench, to be honest. And and give like, you know, and, and have Gray as as the focal point. We look so much better with, with Demari Gray in the team. Um Alex Iwobi, he he's so he's so hot and cold, um, but he's, he's in, in the league at least, he started the season pretty well. Um, I'm pulling my hair out, what hair I have left out tonight. Um, with him, just his use of the board just is so frustrating. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't seen much of Norwich. So I'm not sure how, what, how they're set up at the back, but I would like us to, to put the emphasis on, on our speed in transition, the way, the way that we've been playing at home. Um, and leave Rondon on the bench uh, this time and, and maybe bring him on in the second half. But, um, yeah, that's the way I would go. I mean. Yeah,
2: uh, just a case of getting 11, lads who are a fifth, I suppose, <laughs> at this point as well. Uh, we'll just rattle through a few comments. Uh, Joseph Cooper saying it was a cup game. Gomez should have bossed it. He had two shots. Could not get close to the it's goal. It's I mean, he's shooting for someone who's technically a really good player. Is he
1: though? Is he technically a really good? I've never. He can't pass. He can't tackle. He can't shoot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he
2: can't though, can he? We've got Mike Winstanley Stanley saying, "Who do we think we are?" I wasn't optimistic. Too many injuries. Too many poor players on show. Why is it a shock? Alright, is it Benitez's fault that these players are dross? And Connor said, "Never fancy those." If we went to Penrose, haven't seen Begovic in preseason. Mm. We failed to save any from an outfield player. Uh, uh, he was he- poor today. Did look like he had the the lead boots on, didn't he, Linden? Going down to some of those penalties.
0: Well, the thing that I've noticed about the penalties, and I noticed it in the preseason game, is and some of the other ones in the World Cup, is the players have figured out now if you lift it over the keeper, you're going to score. And most of the penalties that were taken tonight all went pretty high off the ground, apart from Tom Davis, who tried to be cute and you know sneak it in in the corner. Um, I, so I think uh, yeah, that might be an adjustment that the keepers have to make now, is that people seem to be putting the um, putting these kicks higher because we're out of the keeper's reach which obviously has, you know, risks of, of spooning it over the bar but I mean, there, there were some really good penalties on show tonight apart from the uh, the crucial one.
2: Yeah, and Ben Godfrey's initial one which obviously was retaken <laughs> in the end, yeah. Uh, we did have the look tonight as well and we still could get over the line but, We We maybe should have had
1: a penalty, though, but I know that balances up, that evens out with the fact that that goal was about five yards offside. Yeah, it looked a little dodgy, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: Someone sent me a screenshot suggesting it wasn't, but looked very tight in there. It looked very tight. doesn't matter now, does it? Yeah. I mean, after that beautifully crafted second goal, we were, you know, (laughs) (laughs) really unfortunate. But uh, we'll leave it there, lads. Uh, Unfortunate Emerson are out of the League Cup again for another season, but... We've been here before, haven't we? Uh, hopefully, things can turn around against Norwich on Saturday. Although I just read they've lost their last 15 Premier League games in New a row. Record. 15 Premier League games in a row. It's 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 now on, isn't it? Get um, your
1: money
2: on it. Uh, last time they came to Goodison, they won as well. Didn't they? they won two 0 so. That was Michael Silver gone. Uh, me, yeah uh, but hopefully the four centre-backs Anthony Gordon and the lads can all uh, get them over the line on Saturday uh, but we'll see we'll be there we'll have a post-match reaction and we'll be building up to that game this week as well uh, do check out Lin's stuff on Tappy Web after this game we sure, will have some fantastic stuff as ever and also get over to the Blue Room Extra and listen to the Monday show which Ben had with Paddy Boyland and Adam Jones a heavyweight line-up uh, on Monday uh, a lot of the
1: man. Uh, happy
2: Monday at t- afternoon how happy I was you know looking forward to the week's football happy at that all we had to worry about then was much Rodriguez and whether he was going to Qatar or not and there's loads of stuff in, tonight, in the podcast uh, about that as well and all the other stuff going on in the Premier League at the moment so that's patreon.com slash the blue room extra if you want to get involved in that uh, thanks everyone watching on YouTube cheers to everyone listening as well i think les might be doing a twitter spaces as we speak uh, after last week's failed experiments but (laughs) we'll give it a go Uh, but yeah cheers for tuning in Uh, we'll speak to you soon
0: dear gas prices go take a hike toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years the toyota hybrid lineup brings efficiency with power and savings with style not to mention top tech to help keep you connected. Plush premium interiors and the most advanced Toyota safety features. So, now you know who you're talking to. Toyota. The number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. With a hybrid or electric vehicle built for every driver. Seriously, deer gas prices? Do you really think you could stand in our way? Think again. Toyota hybrids. Find yours at toyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.
2: Based on manufacturer estimates CY2000 2000 through 2021 sales.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network
2: plus.